I'm R.J. Bell with the Sports Betting Headlines for Wednesday. News out of Cincinnati. Joe Burrow not playing. The line moves over a touchdown. Burrow getting a ton, a ton of rightful respect. Aaron Rodgers is going to play at least some. The odds are moving significantly in that game. But what's interesting is how big of a favorite Rodgers is for the MVP. He's minus 400. Rodgers, big MVP favorite. Speaking of how much you're worth in the NBA, Giannis out tonight. And the Bucks downgraded by five points. Some of you might say, hey, Budenholzer is out too. Come on, zero <laughs> points. Here comes a full hour of the Vegas truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on a big turn of the week Wednesday. The hump day, as they say, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. A.J. Hoffman in studio. We got some interesting stuff coming up, specifically reading between the lines. Oh, you get it, AJ? Between the lines. Nice. Clever. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I just, just instantaneously. Off the dome. You know, I'm almost embarrassed I've never said that in my whole life. I've done this 20 years. I'm, I'm more mad I never came up with that before now that I think about it. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He's the fan who beats the man, A.J. Hoffman. Thank you, R.J. Great to be here on a day where Joe Burrow is out. Joe Mixon, unlikely. Aaron Rodgers, likely to play. But how much is the big question? And the Milwaukee Bucks downgraded significantly without Giannis. What is the Vegas lead today, R.J.? I'm going to ask you an instant question first. Okay. You got to answer blink within a, blink, a heartbeat. Okay. All right. Where does Joe Burrow go in a redraft of the NFL right now? The whole league gets redrafted. Where does he go? Top 10. Holy cow, is that a bad answer? If he went outside of, I mean, wow. How could he go outside of four? The worst it could be. The worst would be four. Right? All quarterbacks, obviously, to start. Sure. Right? So Mahomes probably goes ahead of him. I think a lot of people would say he's second, right? Now, remember, you're redrafting age matters, right? No one's taking Aaron Rodgers that high. I, I think you're probably right. Now, I mean, I know you've got a thing for— I, I think Herbert goes before Joe Burrow. I, you know, a lot of people did. I mean, I think a, a month ago they would have—you were right. I, I think now it's probably 60-40 Burrow, which could be the flavor of the mo- moment, you know— Here's here's two reasons why. Else, I mean, who else? Josh Allen's probably the only other guy in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's fair. Kyler Murray. Oh, not little Kyler. No, 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 no. <laughs> Especially in the second half. I mean, he had a good. Well, I think Kyler Murray gets downgraded probably for the same reason Joe Burrow would. Kyler Murray some. doesn't. He, he does not go ahead of Burrow in any universe. Okay. I mean, 
But what were you going to say about it? Well, Joe Burrow's already had injury problems. Mm-hmm. He's had two ACL well, he, surgeries. So he had an ACL? In college okay. and then an ACL in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Same knee? Uh, yes. Okay. And then Justin. So, so so did Watson, right? He did. Okay, go ahead. And then Justin Herbert is now, we talked about Josh Allen, his, you know, med- mediocre year, mediocre year, finally had a good one. We haven't seen Justin Herbert have even a, an average year. He's been good since he's been in the NFL. Joe Burrow was. You're, you're right. But, but here's the thing. This is a fascinating point. If you look at the arch or the arc of a QB's early years. What you have is two different types of movements towards really good. One is you start out really competent, and year two you make a big jump. And you know Patrick Mahomes, though he didn't play all but you know one game, he played his rookie year. He was you know getting ready, learning. Second year he burst through, right? And Lamar won the. You know remember, uh, Mahomes won the MVP his second year. So did Lamar. So you see these guys, go, and Lamar wasn't great his rookie year. He only played half the year, and he was good, decent. You see a big bust through in year two, but usually year one's not that good. And you could make the case with Mahomes, he wasn't good enough to play. So, I mean, you could say, well, there was, uh, you know, Alex Smith. It's like, well, they drafted Mahomes to supplant Alex Smith. The fact that he didn't in year one meant something. It meant something, yeah. though Alex Smith had a great year. I mean, that was his one of his best, if not his best year that year. Okay, or what you so what you have is slowish but fine, boom, rocket ship. And then what you have is Mac Jones might potentially be this path. Starts out better, maybe clearly the best as a rookie, but it's more because they were ready for the league in ways that. Got him ahead a year, maybe, but they had physical limitations. You know, like an Andy Dalton is going to do better early, a quick processor, than a big tools guy. And to me, I would make the case, you know, as much as you would say, well, Burrow's not as toolsy. Yeah, but what I would say is if you look at, I mean, do you really think, I mean, Burrow's much better than last year. Yes. Uh how would you say your boy is compared to last year? I would. It's s- funny that you don't even have to clarify who I'm talking you're about. You're talking about Justin Herbert. Yeah. You could easily be talking about Josh Allen. It depends no, on the, no, on the no, day no, with no, you. No, 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 no. Josh Allen is. Uh, that's that's you know how like with a mullet, business in the front, <laughs> and party, party in, the in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and the Chargers. That, that's the party in the back. You might you know you might like Josh Allen, but that's the business in the front. I would say that. Herbert has been better this year, but not by a, a wide margin than he was last year. Mm, by smidge. So the trend lines. It, QBR from sixty-two point six to sixty-six point five. So slightly better than he was a year oh, ago. That's a. That, that, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's about as slight as you get. So Burrow's a rocket sure. ship. So if you had to guess next year, I mean, in theory, you're going to keep your trajectory. Now, not that that's always going to happen. So I tend to lean more, like you said, to the tools guys, the guys who have the big arm, the guy who. Except those, those are the guys that hardly ever do really well. Mahomes is doing all right, but he was he really a? I mean, he's but I I still don't. He's got the biggest arm in the league. Well, well, I don't know about that, but he he's got a great. He throws from different platforms in a way that that is you know very special. I mean, Josh Allen's going to cut the wind better. You know, I'm saying throwing through the wind. Um. Who's the best really toolsy quarterback of the of this century? 
Hmm, that's a good question because it's not it's not Tom Brady, it's not Aaron Rodgers. I mean, outside well, of Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, I think is toolsy for sure. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers is like. Well, a, there's only one dude. We're not talking about it. Is there someone on a mountaintop coming down with tablets? We're saying, are you you know where are you in the spectrum of toolsy, hard worker, quick processor? So Aaron Rodgers has is one of the top five toolsy that, that ever lived. So he's toolsy, and, and I would make the case he's underperformed. I mean, if you at least at least as Super Bowl, and I know that Colin today was talking about you can't just count championships. Well, what are we playing for, right? I totally get that it's a small sample size, and you got to let a career go. But when a career is over, championships matter. Sure. If not, what's the point, right? Barkley is not as good as if he had won four titles. Just not. And he had chances to win titles, and he didn't step up in those moments. That has to matter. What Jordan did against Utah in the last dance year, in that last game, that has to matter. It can't just be, well, if he made it or missed it, who cares? Yep. Still scored 52 against Detroit in February of 93. It's like, it's not the same. So Aaron Rodgers is probably number one if mm-hmm. you're talking about guys right. with tools. If you, Beyond him, it may end up being a guy like Ben Roethlisberger. Toolsy for sure. So what we're saying is if we take the top, let's say, eight quarterbacks of the last century, maybe two or three are going to be toolsy. So less than half yeah. compared to no, – listen, Peyton Manning's kind of toolsy, but not it's not the It's not his number one attribute. That's, that's a great and, way of saying it. Andrew Luck had a lot of tools. I don't know that his physicality was his number one attribute. And – and you think he was a giant disappointment anyway, so I won't Andrew bring Luck, Andrew Luck. He's one of the biggest disappointments in, in and I don't want to say sports history, <laughs> but NFL draft, you know. Listen, the guy was supposed to be the next Trevor John Lawrence a- is going to make you forget about Andrew Luck. You're going to think, man, Andrew Luck was something you now know, that I've seen Trevor Lawrence's career. Oh, my gosh. I'm starting to feel bad. You know, I didn't feel bad for I didn't feel bad for Sam Darnold until, like, just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, you had that Casper drop a year ago. I know, but but that's what I'm saying. I didn't stop. Oh, now you stopped using it. You're like, oh. Yeah, I, I retired it, remember? Listen, that's true. you don't beat up on someone who can't defend themselves, AJ. You might, but I don't do it. I'm RJ Poole <laughs> straight out of Vegas. So, my point being, and I think what you said is it, what is the— attribute that is the most important to this player. And let's say Juddy or just, how do you refer to him? Uh, Herbs. Herbs. <laughs> so Harbs for Harbaugh. Yeah, Herbs. Herbs for Herbert. With Herbs, what would you say his main attribute is? It's, it's the physical tools. It's the arm strength. It's the, the ability to, to move around, size. Yeah. It's, so that means he's an underdog to be amongst the elite elite, at least based upon the last, oh, I don't know, century. Sure. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. So here's something we're going to do we've never done before. We're going to tease the Vegas lead and then take a commercial break and talk about the (laughs) Vegas lead. So for the Vegas lead, it's going to be what line moves happened today cause of information. We're going to tell you the big news that came out, how Vegas reacted. Then we're going to talk about the games where you have to look in between the lines to say who's motivated, who's not this week in the NFL. All that and more coming up next, but first, he's R.J. Bell, I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. If you speak out against the words, then the heavens gonna fall. The 
I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hobbin. In just a minute, we're going to take a look at the biggest line moves of the week and see if we can figure out exactly what's causing them and if it's an overreaction, underreaction, where we're at. Or just right. Or just right. You came out so fast there. You sounded like... Some of these podcasts, when they have a sportsbook sponsors, they get these long kind of uh, small print at the end, and, and they, some one eight hundred gambler. Yeah, some of them have taken to <laughs> yeah, some of them have taken to like speeding it up, recording it, and going. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, You've of, taught me we only have an hour to I get know, in all our I stuff. I love it. I love it. But if you talk so fast, it causes me to comment on it. Then doesn't it defeat the purpose? Yep, I'll slow it down. This <laughs> this is the fastest <laughs> growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audience has doubled in the last year plus. Oh wait. <laughs> that was actually a pretty that was good. good. I won't ever try that again because it won't ever get better. And you know why? Why? Because of you, and we thank you for it. And we're going to reciprocate every day with our best effort. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas here in Vegas on the Strip. Fifty nine degrees. The neon is pumping. Okay, I know we're shifting gears, but not till this one last topic. Okay. So, in the first segment, we got into a good conversation about redraft the NFL. Everyone's in the center, like at the basketball courts. Give me Bobby. Give me so-and-so. Okay. Where does Joe Burrow go? Now, I don't want to give you heat or shade or drag you or whatever (laughs) goes on, but you really objected to Joe Burrow being like 15th or 14th in the, in the famous Mike Sando Athletic. Who, who was the author of that, um, Mackenzie? Mike Sando of The Athletic. Wow, God, it was almost like he recorded that. That wasn't recorded. Yeah. He's got a button he pushes That's what now. I'm saying, what, I mean, he, he <laughs> said it three times he, fast. Well, hold on. He said that 19 times and was got it wrong 18 times I know. in one pod. I mean, it was crazy. He kept trying it. That's called a blind squirrel, RJ. I mean, that was good. <laughs> I mean, whatever, whatever you ate today, put that on your A meal list. <laughs> Wherever you slap, just repeat that. Mackenzie Rivers, everyone. Who's Maybe he's just in better spirits because Trey Lance wasn't horrible. Horrible. That could be it. All right, we're straight out of Vegas, but you, you know, and, and let's be candid. You love uh, herbs. I do. Justin Herbert, for, as you call him, herbs from the Chargers. So Burrow and him are competitors. Maybe you have a bias. So we debated it, and I said, you know, he could go second behind Mahomes, Burrow. And you thought, well, you said Herbs is going to be there, you know, having him for sure. And I go, I don't know. And then you started taking off other people. One came up that I thought was fascinating during the break, Deshaun Watson. Now, it's only an it right now he wouldn't go anywhere near the top because sure. he might, you know, who knows what's going to But let's say that the legal issues were resolved. He wasn't going to jail, but he still did whatever he did. He did. He's civil. I'm assuming there's going to be civil, and again, I'm assuming there'd be civil um, settlements sure. and such, but those are usually sealed, right? So. It's behind him, but is it? Where does Deshaun Watson go in that case? You know, you were saying, oh my God, easily ahead of Burrow. Do you still feel that? Yes. My counterpoint was, yeah, the legal issues are gone, but whatever it is within him that led him to do what he did, that seems flawed. And even if the best version of this is true... That seems flawed, and thus, where does that show itself down the road? Maybe not with legal issues, but with leadership 
deficits, with things lacking in certain areas. You were down in Houston for over a decade. You were there the entire time Watson was a quarterback. What was the sense of him as a leader prior to the, these revelations? It was uh, he was beloved. It was almost shocking that this happened to Deshaun. Like it, beloved by whom? By teammates. By you know he was the leader in the, uh, mm-hmm. him and JJ Watt, who were both there at the same time. JJ Watt was also a, a, a great leader, but these two guys were just revered by teammates. And I mean, remember, he was kind of the the first person to lead Clemson in this, you know, generation yeah. to the to the mountaintop, right? Obviously Dabo was there for a while, but it's like he got him out. He was like the first, you know, almost like, you know, in in mythology or in religious uh, history, there's often like, you know, who who was the first leader that got him somewhere and then later it's like those are the pictures on the wall, right? Is when Clemson has its story written in the Dabo era, Deshaun will have a special place there. Sure. And a lot of that was leadership. Right? A lot of it was he was the leader of the Clemson. Absolutely. Team. So maybe your point is whatever it is in the complexity of humanity that makes people do things that seem incongruent. They seem like they don't go together. One minute he's Helping, I'm not talking about Deshaun. A person is helping uh, orphans and 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 and, and stray pets, and then other minute he's beating his wife. Or and again, we're talking about a generic John Smith. And there's so many times in life. I mean, we here's the thing: we all know our inner truth, and we all know that nobody, most of the time, for most people, nobody knows your inner inner truth. That you that only you know because we all have things that we don't you know maybe maybe there's one person that knows everything but no one person knows everything so maybe you got these four things you share with your this best buddy you had growing up and then there's some things you share with your wife but AJ is a married you can't you can't share, share everything. everything with one person no you yeah. can't you, well no you specifically can't share everything with the wife. <laughs> Because there's no there's no woman understanding enough. No, what goes on in a man's head. And right now, all the men are like going, "Yep." Yeah. But if, but if they're in the car with the wives, they're like, "What's he, RJ?" I usually agree with him, but not this time. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was AJ. No, I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. I wanted to ask you when Big Ben got in trouble early in his career, did you question whether or not he could be a leader of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Listen, I don't. Even I rarely dodge questions. I think that it's it's difficult to honestly talk about accusations these days. I mean, it, it's become. I mean, what I can tell you is, at the time, I had a, a reaction that was commensurate with the time. Okay. You know, a, you know, the, the funny thing is, and this is the tough debate because obviously, something in theory, there's certain universal truths. Like, oh, you shouldn't own someone else. That it seems like they're immutable. It seems like they're just true. But Abraham Lincoln, who is considered the greatest president in our history by the polls, you know, I mean, by the historians, he's certainly in the top, you know, five. He wait. He was like fifty. Four years old. Let's think. He died when he was fifty-six. Is that right? Or he got elected? No, no. He got elected when he was fifty-six. So he was like fifty-two years old. Abe Lincoln, 
And he wasn't like adamantly against slavery. I mean, he certainly wasn't, you know, he wasn't from the South, but he was like, yeah, we nothing to fight over was the general thought of the greatest president we've ever had. So obviously, to some degree, everyone is a slave to their times. I'm usually thinking, you know, I just want the truth. I know women have been beat too often and hurt too, you know, domestic abuse too often. So we got to make sure we stop it whenever we can. But I don't, in my opinion, that doesn't mean every time there's an accusation that it has to be taken seriously. But, you know, I don't think it has to be assumed to be true because that goes against the entire innocent till proven guilty. And that seems to be a bedrock thing in this country. So, in Which Deshaun ge- is also now. Yes. And my point is that even if it's the best version with Deshaun of what we could hope it to be or what he's claiming it is, it still calls into question in a significant way that the judgment... Decision-making. And also the character. Yeah. I mean, if you're a serial cheater... I mean, he he had a uh, a girlfriend, a serious girlfriend. And yeah. I mean, do we know for sure they? Did? I mean, listen, there's open relationships. Sure. Are, are we sure that, that that wasn't what they had? No, I'm not sure of it. No, I mean, it could have been something. Probably, I mean, did she separate from him? No. Oh wow, I wonder how big the Kobe ring was for that one. I don't know. He just threw her a birthday party this oh, week. Oh, I bet. Uh. I oh, I bet she's getting all the attention. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and and you know, I don't know. You could say rightfully so, or you could say. You know, does that perpetuate? Who knows? see? That's the thing. On one hand, you could say a woman accepting what is not acceptable is a bad thing, or it could be, hey, if you love someone, what do you help them through? Right. I don't think there's any answers, AJ. Because if it were like clear answers, someone would have written that book. You know, and and it's like that's the thing about life to get metaphysical for a moment, and then we'll get into the NFL more NFL is. I know there's not some epiphany that I'm going to have that the whole world comes into perfect focus because I don't say this often, but smarter people than me, you know, Plato, <laughs> Einstein, you know, they're, you know, come on, Nietzsche probably. I don't know. That's but a close one. That's a close you one. You think? Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> Mackenzie. Huh? <laughs> Listen, Mackenzie's very intelligent, but let's not go crazy. I'm R.J. Bell, we're straight out of Vegas. Is they haven't written that book. Right? Now, some people might say it's the Bible, right? And I think a lot of people live that, and I give them a ton of credit. That, is, that, that doesn't have all the answers for me. And it has some of them for sure. So if no one's ever written the book, that means I'd have to be breaking real. You want to talk about breaking ground, figuring out the meaning of life? Even the dude in St. Elmo's Fire couldn't do that, remember? He was right. He had his notes the whole time. Yeah. And then he hooked up with Ali Sheedy. <laughs> I think he was maybe a domestic abuser now that I think about it. I, yeah, I don't remember. Had to rewatch. Oh, I may you, have to. I may have probably to, watched St. Elmo's Fire like 20 long, times. No, not many times. Oh, but that's I, it's, been a, it's been a long time ago. That's me. Every time it's on, I still watch it. But you agree that when, when you do this <laughs> hypothetical draft, just like the real draft, you have to weigh. Okay, this guy, like Deshaun Watson, probably is a better football player than Joe Burrow, all things equal. Hmm. But you have to weigh how much. Here's the question. Three years from now, what do you project? Because now the thing that's important, Deshaun's best year was last year. Mm -hmm. Unequivocally. It was a four-win team, (laughs) but it was his best year. It was. 
I would say in this hypothetical world where all his stuff gets cleared up, it cleared up, but he still did whatever. His, let's say his version is true. I'd be the way to say. I, I'd prefer Deshaun Watson's future over Joe Burrow's. Boy, you don't you don't seem to have much problem with domestic abuse, huh? It wasn't domestic oh, abuse. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, abuse against women, let's say. Yeah, it was, it was an abuse of power with women. See, last thing on this. I want to understand at some point, it might be 10 years later, there's something, and I'm speculating here, there's something wrong, not with wanting you know, to have variety. Obviously, you shouldn't be in a relationship if that's what you want, but someone who wants to go date and... And have one night stands. That's totally consensual. That you know, hey, that's what this country's about. Do what you want. Don't hurt anyone. But if he would have been spending five thousand a night on top flight escorts, or maybe one escort, whatever, you could say makes sense, right? As Charlie Sheen said, you know, it's about them leaving. It's not, you know, he's going to be fine, probably scoring if he wants. But he's. There's something about the convenience of the transaction of it that rich people tend to like. But why impose it upon people that aren't in that life? That is a type of, in my opinion, probably a power play. There's something there that isn't being discussed that is probably a borderline insidious. I think that's fair, and I think that's where the the big questions come in about. Well, you're smirking like you've given this thought. Oh, I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum when on my show in Houston. Like, what what would make him do? And especially like, yeah. But what I'm saying is, is I know the questions there, but what I'm saying is the answer seems to be something about power, something about co- co- coercing someone to do something they don't want. I to think do. that's absolutely like the a case. corruptive influence. It's all, yeah. It's almost like if he was saying, "Hey, you ever tried meth or something?" At the same time, it would it feels like it would fit. Right? And again, I'm speculating, but it's like, let's it's, corrupt someone. Are you okay doing this? And you say, no, this is against my morals. And I say, well, how about for this much? How about for this much? Which, again, and you see where the line that, is. And I don't see that being illegal. Well, I guess if the transaction itself is sure. illegal. But it's everything that's bad isn't illegal, meaning there's something there that's, that's unusual. Wouldn't it be interesting to know? speculating, is if someone said, oh, I'm glad you asked. Actually, I work part-time as a professional escort. If that would have turned him off, would he have said, you know, actually, you can get your stuff and go? I don't think so. I don't well, think then, so. Then, then, then well, why? he wasn't even asking for sex outright. He was asking for... So, that's the thing. He wanted to push people up to their line. Right. So I, if he would have been okay with someone that came out and said, oh, I was, I'm in the closet, I am a pro... I don't see how he could like that because if he did, then why wouldn't What's he do the, the thrill? Easy, why wouldn't he do the easy way to start with? That, that's a, that's the question. Wow, we didn't plan that talk. No, we did not. <laughs> but that was good. I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. Okay, so you take Watson earlier. I don't because he's a perv. Okay, I mean at least it's allegedly. No, no, I think I, you, I, I think I, it's probably fair. To, I don't think he's a, a, I don't think perv is a legal distinction. I think best case scenario, <laughs> he's. He's got some perv tendencies. I know that pervs are not a protected class at minimum. Okay, <laughs> let's do. You know, we can we can bookend the news. Let's do one big line move, and then we'll get the update, and then we'll do more. Well, let's look at that line move in the Cincinnati at Cleveland game. The look ahead plus one and a half on Cincinnati. All right, so Cincinnati was plus one and a half yesterday. 
it was Cleveland minus three and a half, or Cincinnati, or yeah, it went from three to plus four and a half. So seven and a half point line move since yesterday. Okay, so um, hold on a second. <laughs> this is not my no, best. No, 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 hold on. The a TikTok sec- of these lines. Hold, hold on a second. Let's do it like this. <laughs> that didn't happen. Thank you. Hey, tell me what's happening in this Cincinnati game. Cincinnati, look ahead open, plus one and a half. All right, so plus one and a half. As of yesterday, Cincinnati minus three and a half on the news that Baker would not play. Okay, so that line move is five points. Yes. In Cincinnati's uh, favor. Yep, and then the news comes out today that Joe Burrow won't play and Joe Mixon has COVID. Line currently... Cincinnati plus four and a half. Okay, now that's that is fascinating. Now, who is going to quarterback for the Browns? Case Keenum. Okay, so Keenum with a hurt, supposedly hurt Baker Mayfield. Not much of a drop off, in my opinion. Except, it, well, I know, but but what you're saying is the line moved five points. I think it was a well, vast overreaction. Let's agree with something. The market doesn't make major mistakes. If you want to bet against the market, you can. Sure. We're ta- we're not. This isn't the. No, I don't hear a ton of people going. What did Vegas say? Well, you know, I don't. I know what Vegas said, but we don't know what AJ said. Let's talk to him. So I, I agree. That's a big move, but I think the story of how. Let's do this. I'm going to ponder this. And I'm going to come back and really wrap it all up. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm A.J. Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. Mr. Dan Byer, you have a moment? Uh, yes, R.J. I like to critique your news occasionally. Is that okay? Okay, yeah, let's, let's hear it. I sometimes <laughs> okay. like to listen. Sometimes I, I don't. I think you did that order wrong with the Bucks' absences. Um, I mean, you don't go coach first and then the Giannis. No, but you have to understand something, RJ. I did like three COVID stories. So what happened oh. was it was the Australian COVID story, Kyrie Irving COVID story, Mike Budenholzer COVID story, and then we moved into other NBA stuff. But no, no, no. What I'm saying is that the, the yeah, I know Hoser story was really the Giannis story. Cor- but he's correct. saying because Giannis doesn't have COVID, he correct. didn't lump him oh. into the COVID lump. Stay in your you lane, RJ. Just stay yeah, in your no, lane. See, That's Dan, cool. Here, Just stay in that lane. You know that's Dan? that's fine. You Dan, know to stay I'm, in I'm, that lane and cruise Dan, along. Dan, yeah, Dan, is I just did you such a great service because you know how many people out there were wondering why Dan would say, you know, the coach ahead of Giannis, and you just I I took a super. You know, I got I'm the victim here. I'm a martyr in a way, but but me throwing myself on that sword allowed you to shine. Oh, and, I well I appreciate that. We'll we'll have lunch at the patio at South Fork and. I got one last thing for you. Guy, nice anti toko umpo. <laughs> Bye, Dan. See you later, guys. <laughs> you would think some. I think Dan is the best in the world at what he does. I genuinely do. Now it's a niche, mm-hmm. right? But have you ever heard a news guy better? No. And I've heard them all over. You know, when I started doing radio, I did updates. This at my isn't station. about you, AJ. It was so, I was so bad. at Oh, it. I can imagine. And then when I finally signed my new contract, I said, "Listen, I don't do updates anymore." And it, it takes a real pro. So it's you a, said it as you were signing it, or did you make it a negotiation? Oh, that was point? a negotiation point, certainly. Okay. It okay. takes a real pro, and I I was not that. What'd you have for lunch today? Uh, I have no one cares. Oh, thank you. When we come back, <laughs> when we come... that's the most AJ we're ever gonna get. I mean, like, like, what was the story? The story was you don't do updates well. No, my the story was it takes a special kind of talent yeah, to do the updates. But you made it about you. 
poor Dan. I was going to give him such all a right. great compliment. Well, all right. And now I'm never going to say what I was going to say. I think that's the right thing to do. And he's going to blame you? That's okay. When we come back, we continue with who's motivated, who is not. Less AJ, more RJ. And he's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Bell, we are straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Hoffman. Let's keep taking a look at these lines. Hold on, I got to tell the audience something. Okay. This is AJ. I don't know. I don't know if you're in a great mood. I don't know if you're trying to get yourself in a good mood. During the break, he starts talking about Europe and he looks at me and goes, Have you been? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is going on? Have you been? That sounded like you, like Alex P. Keaton, and you were hanging out at the country club. Now, also during the break, <laughs> no, no, no. True or false, Mackenzie? How you or have you been? Does that sound like a, a former professional MMA fighter who grew up in Texas? Reminds me of Homer Simpson talking about outer space. He says, "Hey, you've never been." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but he didn't say, "Have you been?" Even that is like like the King's English. What's what's going on, buddy? I don't know. We, you were talking about Europe and how it's the, like there's different worlds, and I was just trying to give my you insight. You'd, you'd give it like a, you'd have like a different uh, way of speaking. No, I was trying to have a conversation with you. But so the have you been was natural. Because you, I mean, you could see like someone in a in a movie where there's an. Which, e- by the way, you have been. Let's not act like I like you. But I don't talk like that. What is I have you like been an, some talk, sort of weird way of of saying things? Yeah, it's it's like you I could see someone having a cup of tea with their pinky out when they say <laughs> it. Have you been? What would have been the appropriate way to phrase that? You ever been to the other side? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an Italian. That's how you say it. That's how you say it. <laughs> I mean, I think what's happening here is us making you out to be the lunkhead, like the meathead, which you're you know, really smart dude, but you have meathead qualities. Maybe have you been taking like manners class? Classes or something? No, I, I honestly I can't imagine that. Have you been? Is like some proper way of asking if you've been somewhere. McKen- did you have a reaction to it or not? It made me think of that pretentious quote right away. Wow, exactly. exactly. Well, listen, I've got to stop talking during the breaks. Is what I, we're what we're getting. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> RJ Bell's here, and so is Miss. Are you knighted? I'm not. <laughs> Just a regular dude. <laughs> Sir AJ Hoffman. Now, I got to, you know, AJ's getting some heat, but Mackenzie, or I don't know if it's Brad bought. So we got last week's lines and this week's line moves, right? I said, hey guys, here's a good idea. Staple this week's on top and last week's on bottom. Now we got two, and I, I know one, one's on top, one's on bottom. They stapled it. First one is week 17. <laughs> And the second one is week 17. <laughs> oh, well, that's they just helpful. stapled two week 17s. I'm going back and forth. Go, wait, Pittsburgh plays Cleveland two weeks in a row? <sighs> and I'm the one getting the heat. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's easier with, I mean, McKenzie, it's like a buffet. <laughs> so was that you or Brad, or Brad Ball? Was that you? Who, who stapled this? I did not staple anything. Oh, he doesn't want to say McKenzie. That was smart. Did you see that? He said, I'm not saying it was McKenzie, yeah, exactly. but it wasn't me. That was smart. 
That was almost as smart as A.B.'s thing. What do you think of that? And what I mean by that is, we said it, was it yesterday? We yesterday. said it yesterday. If that story that A.B. told was true, I, I can't imagine he's not getting more sympathy. And it ends up that uh, Rappaport, uh, the rap sheet or whatever mm-hmm. he's called, he's pretty much uh, confirmed it. Would you? I mean, how would you characterize the way he's reporting? His on reporting it? corroborates the story that Antonio Brown was asked to go in, did not feel healthy enough to go in, and they said you either go in or leave. And and I, I want to understand if leave meant you're off the team. That to me is an interesting distinction. Here's some verbatim quotes from the report. My understanding is it actually started at halftime in the locker room. Brown was not happy, and he made it very loudly known that he was not happy. He came out of the locker room and was essentially sitting on the bench. Okay, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Arians and the OC told him to get into the game. All right, so he's supposed to be in. Brown did not go into the game. He refused to go into the game. At that point, he was told, essentially, you're out of here. Okay, that's the quote. It's like straight out of Vegas, you're out of here. He left the sideline and all the video stuff that we've seen. Uh, as far as the Bucks are concerned, that was essentially it. Okay, this tells me speculation. The Bucks have some culpability here. Here's why. Brown's saying that he was injured and he didn't feel physically able to go in. He didn't feel safe, whatever. Well, Mike Lombardi, friend of the show, made the point he was surprised as heck that Brown was even suiting up, that the injury situation for Brown leading up to the game was dire enough that it was a 50-50 at best he'd even play, right? Right. So, to me, if you're that borderline to play and then halfway through the game you're saying you can't play, if that doesn't get respect, I don't know what does. Now, listen, what Brown did after is different, but go ahead. But the Bucks not cutting him yet, that could be the reason why, because if they cut him, then they say, well, he got cut because he didn't want to go in when he was hurt. If they don't cut him, they pay out the rest of his contract and then don't re-sign him. The Bucks did nothing wrong. Okay. Now, you're bringing up a very interesting topic right now. <laughs> I'll give AJ a little love here. Now, I think you stepped on the lead. So, what we're saying here is what you're seeing in the actions of the Bucks means that maybe, maybe, maybe they're going to Say, you know, it was a misunderstanding and keep him on the team? That's what I'm thinking. Is there any financial reason not to cut him? Like, is there any reason where even if they knew 100% he was gone, not to cut him right now? They're paying him still, right? Right. So every week, so what will be interesting is does does he get cut before this? Because the game checks whatever day that is that you get your game. You know, I don't know if it's all the way through Sunday or not. We'll see that for tomorrow. Stay tuned. If you missed any of today's show, including a deep meditations on sexual predators and the like, and RJ torching me about have you been to Europe? Oh and my gosh. everyone's do you know how to do on. updates? We're back tomorrow, six p.m. Eastern, three o'clock Vegas time. And we're going to actually go through the information moves and speculation on who's going to be ready to play. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas!